Hello and welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Tozak, women's transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, and embodiment mentor. Here to guide you on the journey of coming home to who you truly are so that you can live a life as the most authentic, abundant, and aligned version of you. By listening to this podcast, you will gain more self-awareness, break past your subconscious blocks, fear-based stories, and limitations that are holding you back from living the life that you truly desire. You can expect to walk away feeling more connected and aligned with your purpose, your body, and your authentic self. We will be having conversations about everything energy, mindset, emotional intelligence, shadow and inner child work, and the conversations that you need to hear to take a look within and reclaim yourself as a powerful being and conscious creator. By listening to this podcast, you will learn practical and implementable tools to help you create your life by design and not by default. I am so excited to have you here today. Now let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Tailored Life Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Taylor Tozak, and I'm very, very, very excited to have you here today. So I wanted to create this podcast for you guys who are wanting to tap into more belief in yourself so that you can start to create new results, like new results that you've never created before. And maybe you like want to create them and you've tried to create them but maybe you failed in the past and it hasn't worked out for you and now you're caught in this loop of well last time I tried it it didn't work or I tried it this way but it didn't work so you stop yourself ahead of time and essentially feel more caught in the cycle of feeling like you're going to fail so what happens is you fail ahead of time by not even trying and so I want to first tap into this by saying I completely fucking get it because this has been something that I had battled with for the first couple years of my journey in entrepreneurship. I felt like I would try something and it wouldn't work out. So then I'd have this notion of being a failure and it not working and because it didn't work the first time, I might as well not even try again because I don't want to go through those same emotions that I did the first time. But the issue with this is that a lot of the time we have to fail in order to know what works and what doesn't work. And just because you did it once doesn't mean it's going to go the same way next time. That means for failure and success. And so I wanted to dive into this for you guys and share a little bit of a behind the scenes story about like what I experienced when it related to this. Um, And you can apply this to any situation in your life, but I'm going to use my business, for example, because I know a lot of you who listen are either business owners or wanting to start your business, but you're feeling stuck sometimes, you're feeling stuck in your own imposter syndrome or your self-doubt or your past failures and We want to change the story and the way that you're relating to yourself. And so number one thing is that we have to understand what the fuck a belief is because a belief is everything that's going to drive our behaviors, our feelings, our results, our experiences, and inevitably come back to create new beliefs. And so a belief is an embodied thought. It's a thought that you've thought for so long that it feels like the truth. And most of the time you have evidence of it. So it feels like the truth. Like this is what I know, this is what I've experienced, and this is what I feel to be true. And so nine times out of 10, anytime you notice yourself saying the sentence, I feel like it generally comes from a belief. And so we know we know that a belief is not the truth. It's not a fact. It's just what we've felt and what we've experienced before. 
And so a belief generally comes from a emotional experience. And so an emotion is an energy that you felt based on your experience of an event, of a circumstance. So of that experience, we develop a belief. And so you have an emotion and you make a meaning about that emotion. And if the emotion's really fucking uncomfortable and the meaning that's attached to it is even more uncomfortable, your ego is going to do whatever it can to prevent you from experiencing that same type of feeling again. And that's where we essentially fail ahead of time. And so I want to first back up and say failing ahead of time is when you don't even try. You don't even try. And then there's obviously generally a reason for why you don't try and you use that as the reason as to why it didn't work like is that of alignment or I didn't feel confident enough or I didn't do enough or I wasn't in the right headspace and so those kind of things can sound and serve as really good excuses and reasons that we didn't do it but most of the time it comes down to something deeper which is a belief and so I want to share a little story with you guys as to how this related to my experience and so I started my my business in the beginning of 2019 and I not long after quitting my job I got this download to do my first ever program and I was so fucking excited about it. I was like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be life-changing. There's going to be so many people that want to sign up. This is all the all the knowledge that I have. And I'm like so excited about it. And so I started the process of building it. But essentially what was happening is I had more doubt about it actually working. And so the more that my doubt was starting to come up, and the doubt sounded something like, what if nobody signs up and I don't even know what to charge and what if I can't deliver on the results or what if people want a refund or what if I what if I get overwhelmed and I stop or what if I burn out or what if I don't even know what I'm doing what if I'm not good enough to be a coach and so all of the what if worries came up for me and because of that the doubt was too strong that I ended up stopping and so I didn't even launch it and what I made it mean is that I don't do the things that I said I was going to do. And that belief stuck with me for a while. And so it led for a little over a year in me only using one program. Even though I had all these ideas and stuff, I just, I had this underneath belief that I can't, I can't do it. You know, I say I'm going to do something, but then I don't do it until I ended up hiring Amanda Bucci as my life coach and my business coach. And she held me accountable to the standard that I set. And we we set up a structure and program and all these things in order for me to create my first ever group program, which is the Conscious Coach Ascension. And it ended up being this like profound journey of me doing a lot of fucking inner work. It was more about the inner work that I needed to do than it was about the actual launching of the program and then that ended up being a great success I learned so fucking much about the program and it allowed me to have evidence of a result that I could reference to in later on experiences and so I want to remind you just that that just because something didn't work the first time that you tried it does not mean that it's going to be the same for every single experience after. It does not. But if we have the belief circling around in our mind that it's always this way, it's always been this way, and it's always going to be this way, then we'll create new evidence of that. Thing is, is that we can change the story any given time. And so 
Most of the time, we're motivated to stay away from failure, even if it means avoiding success. And so when we're failing ahead of time, we're creating more evidence for ourselves. But what we need to do is we need to work on creating new results that are more than just the results, but it's who we become in the process. And so I heard this quote a little while ago that said, the success, the money, the results, the end game won't make you happy. It'll make you happy for a moment, but after that moment, you're going to be looking for the next thing to fulfill your happiness and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And that's when we're stuck on the hamster wheel of trying to find the thing outside of us to give us the feeling that we're craving. And so if we're attaching the money, the relationship, the body, the house, the whatever outside of you to give you the feeling, you're always going to feel unfulfilled. And so the thing that actually fulfills us is not the result. It's who we become on our way to creating the result. It's you overcoming the failures. It's you falling down and picking yourself back up. It's you saying yes to something that you've never done before. It's you deciding who you're going to be. It's you learning about yourself in the process. It's, it's the process. And I'm going to say the most cliche quote ever that we always need the reminder of is that it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And so no matter what, no matter where you are or what you're feeling stuck behind, it's not about you getting the result. It's really, really not. Like, yes, it's awesome to share our results and be like, fuck yeah, I was successful. But who did you become along the way? I think that's a more important thing to reference to. And so along the way of us creating the thing that we want, we develop our self-concept, which is essentially your self-identity and who you see yourself as in relation to the world. And it's based on our past experiences, our self-talk, our family relationship dynamics, previous actions, previous experiences, previous results, all the things that are in the past. And so our identity is essentially a story. It's the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves based on everything that's happened in the past. But the issue a lot of the time is that we get so fucking attached to the story of who we were that we let that story tell the future of who we are and who we can become. And so we got to shift the self-concept because that's how we shift the results. Because our results are a reflection of our self-concept, of the way that we see ourselves. And so every single change, every single transformation, every single action, behavior, feeling have comes from our self-identity. It comes from the way that we see ourselves. And so that's where the change needs to take place first and foremost. And so I want you to just like after this episode or even pause this episode and take out your journal and ask yourself the question right at the top of your page. I am someone who, and then brain dump everything that comes to your mind. And that is a basic understanding of what your self-concept is as of right now. So you're going to have all of these identities and these labels that you have about yourself. And some of them might be really empowering and really exciting. Some of them might be more negative and disempowering. And some of them might not really mean anything to you. But what you get to do now from this point is decide. Decide. Do I want this to be the truth about me? Do I want this to actually be who I am or is this something of the past that I'm willing to let go of and an example would be I'm someone who's messy right and then ask myself is this empowering is this 
limiting? Or is this just like, whatever? Do I really care? And then ask yourself the question, like, where does my association of this identity come from? Did at one point in time someone tell me I was messy and it felt like a really condescending comment? Or was did someone tell me I was messy and it came from this like loving place? And so everybody's going to have their perception of identities based on their experiences. And the thing is, is that you're going to have your perception of identities based on your experiences. And it doesn't matter what someone else has ever said about it. It matters what you want to believe about it. And so... My example of being messy is something that I used to carry so much shame around. It was something that like an ex-boyfriend had said, like, you're so messy and it's so annoying. And I hated it. But then once I started like living on my own and being single and being myself, my messiness became something that I loved. I was like, yeah, my messiness is my creativity. Like My messiness is my, my creative expression of self. Like my messiness is just me being the tornado and the flow. And so the way that I saw it was different. And so your self-concept can all be shifted into being more empowering. But if there's something in there, like say along the lines of I'm unworthy or I'm someone who doesn't get what she wants or I'm someone who fails all the time or I'm someone who doesn't trust herself, like those are the ones that you get to shift. So what would be the opposite of that identity? What would be the opposite? Obviously it'd be like, I am someone who trusts herself. But that might be really fucking hard for you to step into if you have so much evidence of you not trusting yourself. So the way that we shift it is by creating a bridge. So essentially you're on the beginning of the bridge and on the other side, you're on the beginning of, let's just say like the ledge, the ledge underneath the ledge. It can be like a fucking cliff. It can be water. It can be whatever, whatever you imagine. And on the other side of the ledge is this incredible like valley with like rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> okay, it's not. Um, it's, it's just this place on the other side that you really want to get to. And the gap in between you being like, I don't trust myself and I do trust myself is you building the bridge. And you building the bridge is by you creating new results. And those results start with you deciding that I'm becoming someone who trusts herself. I'm becoming someone who trusts herself. The thing is, is it has to feel believable first and foremost for you to even take out the pieces of wood to start building the bridge. And so a lot of the time, the reason why affirmations don't actually work is because we're trying to convince ourselves that we're already on the other side when we don't even fucking see the bridge. So it starts with deciding that you were in the process and it's okay to be in the process it's okay to not believe it yet and it's okay to just be starting to believe it and this is how you start to shift everything from the inside out and so let me just dive into a reminder that our our results are a reflection of our thoughts right And the reason being is because our thoughts are the sentences that we tell ourselves consistently every single day. And our thoughts are the things that create feelings. But not all thoughts create feelings. It's the thoughts that have an emotion attached to them. And those are the ones that you attach to your identity. The ones that you attach to your identity are going to spark an emotion. And those are the ones that need to shift. And so 
starting your your homework from this this episode is writing down all of the identities that you have that form your self-concept remember that starts with i am someone who come up with the answers asking yourself you know like where did this come from is this something that i decided for myself or is this someone something that someone else decided for me and do i want it to be true like do i actually fucking want this to be the truth or no and if it's no then let it go and the way that you let it go is you shift it. You shift it into something else so that every time that you notice yourself in the pattern where maybe you want to do the thing, you want to do the thing, you want to step into the new result, you want to create the new reality, but you find yourself feeling the emotion and saying something like, I don't trust myself to do it. Like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't trust myself. That's when you would start to decide, like, I am becoming someone who trusts herself. And the thing that I really like to practice, this is kind of like a bonus add-on to this, is you look to someone who has created that result already. You look to someone who has created that result already. And you see them as an example of what's possible. Because there's always an example of what's possible. And so I'm going to reference to Roger Bannister, the first athlete to run the four-minute mile. You know, he was the first one. Everyone said it wasn't possible. It's not possible to run the four-minute mile. There was no records made for like seven years, but he was determined and he's like, I'm going to do it. And I believe it's possible. And so from there, he ended up beating and beating the record, running the four-minute mile. And then not long after, other athletes started meeting and beating his record. And so when you find someone who has done what you desire to do, you can use them as an example of what's possible to prove to yourself that you can do it as well. And so mentorship is super fucking powerful for this. When you find someone who shares similar values and experiences and is the expression of the life that you want to create, you can look to them as an example and say like, hey, if she did it or if they did it, I can do it too. Like if they can, why can't I? And that's a much more empowered place to spend your energy. So that is all I have for you on this episode today, my friend. I hope that this landed with you. I hope that you had some realizations and breakthroughs. I would love to know from you how the process and the homework landed. If you have any takeaways from that, send me a message on Instagram and let me know what your aha moments were. Even tag me on your Instagram stories at Taylor Tozak so that we can get this podcast out to other people who are needing this kind of content. And if this really landed with you and you feel like sharing some love, if you share a five-star review on iTunes, iTunes and write a review as well about what your takeaways were or what this podcast has brought to you. I'm actually doing draws. So once a month, somebody who does the five-star review is entered into getting a free coaching session with me. And you can choose to do this privately, or we can even share it on the podcast after so that other people can get insight and takeaways and realizations into the stuff that you're challenged with. Because I know that if you're listening to this podcast, everyone else who's listening to it with you is going to have similar challenges and experiences. So it would be an honor to hear from you and learn from you. And I just want to remind you that I'm always here for you anytime that you have any questions or just need a space held for you. I, I've got you and I'm in this with you. So thank you, my love, for being here with me today and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.